Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oi, the boys and girls on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes the tales can get quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Craig, and Andy, Jimmy, and Jesse. All we know and all we talk about is booty, booty. Live from Studio C in downtown Fukuoka, Japan, this is Footy Prime's 500th episode spectacular! 500 episodes, it's time to start the show. Who thought we'd be here now? 500 episodes, where's Danny Dickio? We replaced him with Jimmy Brown. There's James Sharman and Daniel Wong. Gregory Forrest, his torso's long. And Amy Walsh makes us all look spectacular. Then there is JC, what the fuck is wrong with him? 500 episodes, who really thought we'd go this, this long without being arrested? You're coming to be a young man. 500 episodes, Five. let's start this fucking show. The audience is already lost in trade. They're going to something else. Hey, thanks for the almost five years and 500 episodes of Funny Prime the Podcast. I don't know how you're still here, but you are, and we appreciate it. Let's get this party started! Oh, my phone oh. died. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's amazing. 500! <laughs> That's very funny, Prime. 500 shows, Woo! everyone. What the fuck? How did we manage that? I don't know. How did we manage this? It's taken this long, though, 500 shows. For, for, for Amy Walsh to actually make an effort. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> look, look at her. Look, she looks absolutely beautiful today. Look at her. Mm. She's got a ball gown on, done Cute. the head, done the makeup. Dubs. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. We're all benefiting from your from D- your Dubs is going to the local Sears to get her uh, glamour <laughs> shot with her family. That's great. <laughs> I see Jimmy's uh, put on a horrible shirt. Which must have been bought for a joke at some point, some bad no, party. No, it actually right? wasn't, Charms. Oh I actually God. bought it because it was quite cool and trendy at the time. Got a it at the time. <laughs> it wasn't, though, was it, Jimmy? It you took his Christmas tree down and wore it. <laughs> oh, look, it's flowers. Look. Look at it. Yeah, no, we're looking at it, all right? It's just disgusting. <laughs> it smells like potpourri. Um, it matches your side. <laughs> JC is wearing a, a bow tie on his head. Well, actually, this is, uh, this is what a uh, dubs. Do you know what this is? It's um, what you wear when you're uh, to hold your hair back whilst you wash your face, apparently. Oh, well, it's way more stylish than what I own to do that. So, so well done you. It's a bow. It's a bow. It is a bow. A okay. Pretty bow okay. because I deserve it. Oh, I see. You okay. do deserve it more Thank than anyone. You, Dubs. 
pretty well for me. Dubs, did did your did JP or the kids go, Mom, what are you getting all gussied up for? And did they use the word gussy? They definitely did not <laughs> use the word gussy, but I came downstairs at like 20 past eight. And JP was like, what the fuck is going on here? Did he use and the I word joke, hussy? Uh, no. Gussy hussy? No, but I'm going right. to from now on. But I said to him, I was telling Charms when we first came on, I said I was either going to go full kit or I was going to dress up. And then it was you saying you were going to wear a bow tie that I couldn't put me find over it. To the fancy side. And then you show up in fucking Puma. Which is great, by the way. <laughs> yeah, we love Puma. We love Puma. Sure. But yeah, a bit disappointing, to be honest with you. Sorry. Um, I, I'm wearing um, the ugliest sports net tie I could find. This is the one that I hate wearing the most. I thought it's kind of symbolic. Polyester? Um, I, I don't know. It's probably very expensive, actually. Oh. Probably. But it would go well with Jimmy's shirt, actually, to be honest with you. Right. Kind of floral, right? Oh. Is that Paisley? Is that what Paisley is? Yours? No. Uh, no. no, it's not Paisley? No. 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 Not Paisley. no, anyway, it's horrible. But you're right, though. Stay away from a flame because that will go up in a second. It will. It will. I'm just stunned, everyone, that we've got our 500th show. All those years ago, all those years ago, just pre-COVID, we started this thing. And uh, I, I remember Craig... Danny Dickio and myself in studio at Sportsnet, Craig. And we're thinking, fuck, this ain't going to end well. <laughs> we hit the zones born. <laughs> they're bidding for the rights, the prem, and we, we see the writing on the wall, but we want to stay relevant. We, say, we should do a podcast. You know, I keep pushing it. We should do a podcast. We should. And it was really important back in those days in that conversation, Craig, that we said, it can't be, with respect to traditional broadcast, it can't be anything like that. It just can't. It has to be a bunch of people going down the pub, having a few pints and shooting mm. the shit. But it took a while to get to that point. That's easier said than done when you, you're so used to talking in a broadcast manner. So you said, yeah, yeah let's do it, Shams. And then you came back from a weekend and you said, yeah, I was hanging out with my buddy, Dan Wong. Do you know Dan Wong? I said, no, I don't know Dan Wong. And uh, you said, yeah, he, he seems really interested. Like he said, we should do it. And he could help out. He's experienced in the media business. And then uh, we met for a pint. And uh, me and Wonga just fell in love at first sight, basically. And the rest, I guess, is kind of history. It, it was born. Deech, Craig, myself, Wonga over a coffee in the kitchen eggplant talking to mm. JC. Mm. A very, you know, little comment. Hey, do you mind doing a quick voiceover for us? I think it was. Wonga. Yeah. yeah. And then JC joined the family. Mm -hmm. And then. And Jimmy was our second. Remember, Jimmy yeah, was second our second guest. guest. Yeah, he, he was. He was, and we thought, man, there's some there's some potential with that kid, but he's 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 in the coaching ranks. We'll never see him again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, took me, it took me three years to get his his email because I had to go through York United's media person when I was setting up Jimmy mm -hmm. to come in. Big time, Charlie. Oh Big yeah, time Charlie. Was, yeah. That, was that Thomas when he was like nine years old? Thomas <laughs> <laughs> <you it>? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we've changed. We've come along. You know, Deech left. Jimmy joined us um, full time. B was with us for, for a long time there. Um, and then we had dubs on. And we thought, well, Amy, well, she's really good. But she needs a nickname. And, and we can't bring <laughs> yeah. her until she gets a nickname. We gave her a nickname. And then she joined. And then she came full time. And before you know it, it's the six of us. Yeah. We couldn't yeah. get rid of her. <laughs> no. It's like bed bugs. It's like that, that guest at the party, like it's four in the morning. It's like, oh, you really have to leave now. Yeah. Like, Actually, that's Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Craig will stick around. He'll lurk around, see if there's anything to stare at. Yeah. yeah. Not wrong. <laughs> but I think we've come a long way. I think we should be quite proud of ourselves, don't you, Craig? Are those initial conversations and where it's, where it's grown to? I don't think there's anything soccer-related in Canada that's lasted that long. <laughs> Soccer's were... It comes to diet in Canada. <laughs> oh, Christ. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, on that oh, note, pivot. what is back the point? The podcast. Go back to the, the, the days where it was all beginning. Come on. Be positive. Go. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm positive. I think it's amazing. I think it's just absolutely incredible how it's actually developed. It's been absolutely a brilliant ride. Lots of fun. Uh, great guests over the time. And we just started, right? You guys, therapy, the whole works has been absolutely amazing. Love doing what I do with you guys. Well, Dubs, did you enjoy us as much as we enjoyed you in that first first show? Uh yeah, I did. 
I Look think at the dress she has on. Of course she did. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I, I I listened to one episode for context. I actually I didn't know about you guys. I didn't listen. And I heard you sound really far removed from the current generation when you're asking Julia Grosso questions. <laughs> and I thought these guys are not hip, but they're not trying to pretend that they are. And they're very funny. Um, and then I came on and immediately corrected your pronunciation of, of Sinky. Mm-hmm. You've been calling her Cincy for 15 years. Mm-hmm. And I try to remind you at least once a week. Um, but yeah, no, I loved it. I loved the banter. I loved that you guys didn't take yourselves too seriously, but that you managed to sneak in a little bit of insight. And yeah, I I think I I didn't leave that show uh, thinking maybe I could be on there one day, but I just thought that was a, that was really fun and maybe I'll do it an, another time. And then I listened to you guys after that pretty regularly. And then maybe there was a little bit of FOMO. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Costanza. <laughs> Jimmy, when you uh, you joined us, obviously, you know, deep in the coaching ranks. Um, yeah. If, if you were told then that actually, if you fast forwarded, you know, three years, two years, um, this would be the main income for you. <laughs> <laughs> How would you react? <laughs> I was thinking to myself, you couldn't pay me enough to do that shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And then, sure enough, yeah, not lacking off. options. Yeah, <laughs> still, still, still not paying you enough. enough. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think when um, when you guys asked me to come on that first time, the, we had a good laugh. Banter was awesome, and then uh, that's where after we were kind of going back and forth, saying, "Yeah, let's go. I'll come back on again." And you know, we we all had a good laugh when I came back on again, and then it was kind of like, "Ooh, there's something in this." You know, it's because it is because it's so different to every other podcast where Dubs is right. We don't take the we don't take ourselves too serious. We take the piss out of ourselves, out of each other. We have a good laugh and and then we give some good insight into the game that we all love, which is football. So it's um, I love the blend that we have. I love the, the camaraderie, how good we all bounce off of each other, our supporters club that we've built. They're amazing. I love that you just took credit for the supporters club. Supporters club that we've built. (laughs) Well, we built. Look, if there's if there's no show, there's no supporters. Yep. So collectively, supporters are no show. It's community, right? It's community we built both ways. Right, we built together. Yeah, built it together. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. and it's it's amazing to see uh, how far the show has come and where we are today. Wonga, you you just stepped out, but you missed Craig saying that um, in Canada, soccer is where everything comes to die. Perhaps you can you can build off that. Uh, <laughs> if you're looking at my T4, then yes. You can, you can. <laughs> Look, we uh, soccer is number five. When we were at the FIFA thing, the FIFA event, I was talking to Glenn Johnson from CPL, and I just said, "Hey, look, we have to admit where soccer is in Canada. It's sport number five. It's behind all these other established sports." But there's so much opportunity. And I always remind people that it's this little train that could approach that makes things come alive. And I would use us as a microcosm for that. We found our voice. We found some listeners. And then we found a community. And by being inclusive, without dick bags and ass wipes, and even, even though there were a few... Um, We created a community and I have to say I was very affirmed on uh, Thursday at that FIFA Empire Club event because people wanted to talk to us and they realized we have a space within not only the Canadian infrastructure, but in the North American infrastructure. And that's kind of how we want to roll. We realize that we are in an underserved, uh, underserved community and we're going to serve that community and to the best of our ability, bring all of our styles across the board to it from JC's opening to Dubs's dress up once every year. We'll, we're, we're going to be there, you know, and look, we're going to be covering the FIFA world cup in Canada for the second time. Cause Hopefully. 2015 was the first time. Hopefully. Well done. Dan Wong. Yes. Yes. And we'll hold people f- 
will hold people account to account. And that's really important. No one's been held to account in Canada ever about this sport. So we're in a place where we can do that now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I mean, you've got big things coming up, right? I mean, first five hundred is great. Moving forward very soon, our website launches, where it'll be a good little destination for all our content and more content. We'll have swag to be bought on that, that website. We have live shows uh, at some point this year. We're really working hard behind the scenes. <laughs> In fact, that to the point that me and Wong have a meeting scheduled with each other to talk about yeah. that. Yeah, we just did that now. Now it's scheduled, by the way. That's yeah, as far scheduled. as it's gone. But we're yeah. doing that though. Can I just add something? It's rather hokey, and I don't I don't want to get too sentimental, but like when you leave the game, what you miss the most, and and Forrest and Jimmy and I have talked about this, and I'm sure you guys have felt it in different areas of your life too. But what you miss the most are the relationships with people and that camaraderie and the the dressing room kind of banter and atmosphere, right? And so what I feel about what Foodie Prime is, is it's a chance for all of us to bounce off one another, but to to truly be ourselves. And it's, again, I'm going to quote Brene Brown, but there's a difference between fitting in. So you're adjusting and you're taking something out of yourself in order to to slot in somewhere, right? Don't hold your comments. But, <laughs> but belonging is where you can truly be yourself and be part of something bigger than, than you actually are. And that's what I feel like footy prime is. It's really belonging as my true self and all of you guys being your true selves, not sports net charms or one soccer Jimmy or whatever, you know, or Sportsnet Forest or Eggplant Wonger <laughs> or one of the we know what that means. voices Eggplant that emoji, has, what you mean. right? My only yeah. fan site. Yeah. <laughs> or Eggplant. TSN Amy, you know, it's, a, it's always a muted version of yourself or you're having to adapt ever so slightly. And here is a chance for all of us, I think, to express ourselves, be the best version of ourselves, but our true selves. And that's why it's great being independent. So we can do whatever we want. Um, that being said, we're available to the highest bidder. <laughs> I have you right, Can I also say um, I've been tasked to write something for our, our new website that's going to be launching in the next couple of weeks. And <laughs> you've Amy, been tasked. You've asked yourself. Yeah, I've asked myself, and I asked Amy and and Charms to do the same for our first three blog posts. And Amy just stole my metaphor of the locker room that I was writing last <laughs> night. You son of a bitch. Yes. <laughs> well, speaking of why website, I'm better than Wonger, my first yeah, blog post. Thank you. <laughs> speaking of website, a big part of this website will be the supporters club. Uh, they become such a big part of what we do here and they hold us to task. That's for sure. So we've got a special guest, a very special guest to join us right now. I didn't know she was joining us actually. So I'm so excited about this. Carrie Ryan. The brains behind the Footy Prime Supporters Club. It's Yay. all her fault. Carrie, welcome. First time, Hello. not the last time, to Footy Prime. Welcome, Carrie. Happy 500. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> Amazing. October 1st, 2019. Nine mil in bitter retirements. Yes. That's right. Seems like yesterday. Is that when you discovered us, or were you along the pathway? I was a little later but not by much. But, you know, we all know none of us would be here from the supporters club if it wasn't for Jimmy Brennan. So thank you, Jimmy. You created us. Full <laughs> <laughs> credit. You are welcome. I really thought there was a story coming there, but well done, Carrie. Well done. Jimmy. You beautiful babies. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Jimmy, we call him. <laughs> Gross. Papa Jimmy. <laughs> It's like, it sounds like a condom or something, doesn't it? I could sell that. <laughs> You're right. It's a chain, Papa Jimmy's. <laughs> I wouldn't be going there. Do not eat the wings. <laughs> you guys are so early for Carrie to go Jimmy. there. <laughs> yeah, she's up early. Or is it sure. late? So many. Ah, nice. <laughs> so tell us, Carrie, how did the whole supporters club come to be to, to begin with? Um, it's Chris Work's fault. <laughs> so <laughs> we started chatting on Twitter. There was a little group of us um, that just started chatting around the pod. You guys could probably see all the Twitter comments and they looped into DMs. And then Chris Work had an idea one day of talking about one of the clubs and their supporters club. And he's like, hey, we should have a footy prime supporters club. And then I'm the get shit done person. So I'm like, ooh. I have a Twitter site for that. Fuck, and we then need one just, of those, Carrie. Oh, <laughs> We're all <laughs> the <ever>. people. 
do we ever? <laughs> so it just kind of rolled from there. So it was Chris Rourke and Starkey, who we all know, and uh, Skulls and Doug Simonite. Um, we kind of started this snowball that has just rolled into this incredible, like you guys called it out, community where we've we've touched a lot of different lives, hold your comments, um, but really developed a, developed a pretty good network of a lot of people that just, you know, we have the one thing in common being footy, um, but it's evolved kind of beyond that as well. So it's, it's been amazing. It, uh, it certainly gave me a home. I've got, uh, you know, the guys like Dave DeCola and Claudio taking care of me every time I come to Toronto by myself to wander into a very chilly BMO for a match. And yeah, it's just expanded from there. But it was also very serendipitous, Carrie, that we also, all of us, got to celebrate the men's 2022 um, World Cup, correct? Like, or sorry, 2023 World Cup, because it brought us all together. Two. Or 22, yeah, it was pushed, wait a second, last year, year and a half. Insight! (laughs) Sorry. But because of that, uh, we were all, that's where we met you and Starks and Claudio and Dave and some of the Voyagers. And it was really not only a great event, but a great touch point for us and a milestone for us. Because I think from there we realized, hey, we can create friendships within this community and um, grow it and have a, an opportunity to not only grow our community, but grow the sport. Yeah, absolutely. It was a that was a really cool event um, for starters to to get everybody together to watch. Yeah, the amazing World Cup um, have you live on the panel was incredible. I don't remember much about that night after the game, but I hear it was a really good time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to tell a story. I arrived at I think eleven thirty twelve, and Carrie and Starks were already there, and I had a beer within beer in my hand within about two and a half minutes and i was like oh all right i guess i'm getting drunk for this panel (laughs) so it was a great (laughs) afternoon that was a lot of fun you know what you guys you you mean obviously there's a lot of voyages within the ranks as well right and that's a great comparison isn't it because i think voyages free primers as football fans as craig kind of alluded to we all have big chips on our shoulders <laughs> because it is tough, right? You know, loving this sport in this country and all the, the challenges and brick walls we come up against continuously. Um, it can be a real era of frustration, but then we all get together in any environment, be it on a podcast, be it an event, wherever it's going to be, and we can just moan and whinge and, and feel good about it all together. And I think that's a big part of what the community does because I, I listen to you guys, watch you guys, communicate with you guys on, on social it's nice it's a great release for all of us again hold your comments <laughs> <laughs> it is i know oh. too even for us we watch the matches together um there's a group of us we have our, our own little dark web and if i you know sleep in a bit on the west coast and don't haul my ass out of bed till 7 a.m I, I can look at that and see there's triple digit messages going back and forth <laughs> so it's uh it's regardless of what anybody needs we've we, we know we've got a little network across the country that uh, somebody's always there to help. And you've got your plans for the World Cup, your travel plans? Oh, I do. I mean, tickets I don't think are even available till next year, but I have about 47 people coming to sleep somewhere in this 600 square foot condo <laughs> that we share. Um, Thomas and I have a road trip planned to Seattle. And yeah, we're anywhere that uh, honestly WestJet flies, I'm going to do everything I can to be at a match. We've got my my bestie from Halifax is going to join me on as many as he can. He's uh, he's the guy that secures my Wanderers tickets for me every year. So we're we're going to be everywhere and latch on to the Voyagers with, uh, with all the work I know Rob and his team will do to get a good Canadian contingent wherever we can. Is there one stadium or city that you really want to get to? I mean, I guess if I got tickets to the final in New Jersey, that'd be okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, New Jersey, Um, not New York. (laughs) It's New Jersey, yeah. Yeah. VFC plays in Langley too. We'll get over it in about a minute. Um, But yeah, it's it's any of them, honestly, Jimmy. I just... I. I want to see Canada play, um, but just to go to any of those stadiums and to be at a final would just be yeah. off the rails, I think. It'd be fantastic. Absolutely. I would yeah. love to go see the opening game at the Azteca. 
Mm. I bet you that would be absolutely mental in there. Well, listen, we've got, what, 18 months or so to, to become even more relevant and have opportunities. No pressure at all, of course. But uh, listen, let's start moving towards that direction. Kerry, can you let people know, um, those that aren't aware, that how can they get in touch with the, the Supporters Club and become a member? Yeah, um, membership is basically liking the pod <laughs> there's, no, yeah. there's no quiz there's no dues <laughs> you, you want to hang with well. us be a member you know to to wonger's point um you know ass wipes and dick bags can not be there but we've only had a couple uh but yeah find us on twitter is the easiest that's where we're most active we do have our ig account as well um but if you search footy prime on twitter you will see footy prime sc right beside it um, so that's where you can find us dms are always open even if you know, people are going to be dick bags and ass wipes sometimes, but uh, anybody who has any questions or wants to connect with anybody, Twitter's the place to do it. And coming soon, we'll be on the website as well. Is there a hazing period? <laughs> I think I'm still in it. Um, it, it depends on what you bring to the show. Rhonda Brownlee, zero hazing. Um, right. Immediate, immediate impact. She's in, but uh, no, not at all. Uh, I also forgot there was one other type of person. No fuck noses. Oh, so, ooh, I hate the fuck nose. Yes. Good old fuck nose. Oh, way to go, fuck nose. It's one of those so, people right. you just. But man. twats like the cola, always welcome. Yeah. Always yes. welcome. Yeah. yeah. Apparently. And, and I also have to say, <laughs> I was reading <laughs> I was reading Footy Prime supporters, uh, just their description in, in on Twitter. And it says, our brand, humor, sarcasm, and general shithousery. Get in. So <laughs> I have to leave. Yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. You know what I love actually now and again you see a picture um and you see someone wearing um a footy prime hat and we don't have any of these hats they've just appeared <laughs> organically that it's almost like um a uh what do you call it a concert when you record a, a concert illegally it's called a bootleg bootleg yeah bootleg hats I love it <laughs> I think we can blame Carrie for that but it's brilliant yeah, it's uh, it's boredom and a Vista print account. So yeah, yeah we had some fun with that. <laughs> the intersection of all things great. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. You know, was it dick bags, ass wipes, and fuck noses? That'd be a great segment. We've got to figure out what that segment is. Mm. Maybe it's just like when we read out Pug Wizards uh, comments. Yes, that could be what it is. <laughs> yeah. The the latest one out of five review from Pug Wizard. I feel, I feel badly. I, I feel bad about Pug Wizard just because I know he's sitting in his closet, texting dark uh, under his bed or something like he's alone. Hey, Pugs, it's okay. Reach out to us. You're, we're on yeah. your side. Yelling, Mom, meatloaf. meatloaf. I think he could be a masochist. He loves the abuse. Oh. He's, 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 you know, listening to these podcasts and go, "Oh, I hope they tear me a new one again." <laughs> and as we know, who Pug Wizard is. Things. As 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 Amy said, it's Nesker. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is self-loathing. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so uh, before I mean, listen, this this podcast today will go any direction we like. Really, um, is there anything you want to get to? Like any proud moments from the last five hundred shows, or anything that stands out that you're particularly happy about this podcast, an episode, an interview, just general thoughts? Anyone? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. <laughs> I knew that would be the response. There's so nothing, many no, eyes. No one feels good about this at all. Oh, my God. Five well, I have really? one broadcast. Oh. Yeah, there you go. A baby Fucking was born. Right. From yes. the ashes of, <laughs> of this podcast. 
Yes, we're all very proud of that, like Dubs. That. All very proud of that. Yeah. But I remember a few in. of the episodes in the tent oh. when the audio <laughs> kind of worked, kind of didn't work. Mm. Passing mics I'll, around. I'll come back to the broadcast for us. You go ahead. You go ahead. But when the broadcast came around, it all changed. It was very professional. <laughs> it was professional. So professional. Oh, oh you were going to go on, Amy, about the broadcast? <laughs> yeah. Don't I always, Dan Wong? Don't I always? The, the, the best part, you know what? The best insight and the best part of the broadcast is, is definitely um, when when Rusty is feeding her kid. <laughs> And then losing losing what point she was trying to make. <laughs> and then just going, ah, whatever. You guys continue. They're the moments I like in the broadcast. Real highs then. <laughs> yeah, real highs, real highs. But going back to the whole te technology situation, most recently we did a tent episode just before Christmas. <laughs> and it was a really good episode. And it will never, ever see the light of day. Right, Jimmy? It was terrible. It was, it was rotten. Oh, it'll come out. Are you still working on it? If 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 <laughs> there's if, no if way Wonger, anything can come, out come of up that. with the, I don't know where the, it was done on a little uh, card. So if that, if I ever get a hold of that card, I will do my darndest to get whatever is like legible off of it, and then when it's time for a lawsuit, I'll release it. Yeah, that's the you one, know. right? That gets us fired or or canceled. <laughs> that is there a chance? Hot box. Is there a chance that it's so bad it's good? No. Or no. no. Yeah, there is. There is. Yeah. Sharms is always thinking that was horrible. Then he listens to something and goes, mm. Oh, that was reasonable. It was a it was <laughs> yeah, true. I've always this has all been nice. It's been when I think we've had a really bad one, I'm frustrated at the end of the record, you know, four days out of five. I'll I'll re-listen. Actually, you know what? It was actually bearable. Mm. Not good, but bearable. And I Not like this one. The best part was after though, hitting Spadina and having seven hundred dollars oh. worth of Chinese food. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. We were fucking disgusting, weren't we? We ate so much food. We ordered everything. Mm -hmm. Can I just say one more thing about the broadcast? Probably <laughs> annoyingly. I just want to say it's I've appreciated the chance to to have a voice for, for women's football on here, but then to have our own space to do that, I think is it's important in the Canadian soccer landscape to have that. Um and to be a part of it, I feel genuinely privileged. So thank you for that. That's good. That's going on what Forrest, Forrest says. Everything in Canada soccer dies in Canada. Yeah, right. yeah. and so we're announcing that the, the, the broadcast is uh, being canceled next week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for coming. We just lost half your supporters club. <laughs> oh, well, oh, listen, really? listen with, with the with the female options on this this show right now, Carrie and and Dubs, would you call us modern progressive men? Absolutely not. No, come on. Oh, come on. Look at the shirt and everything. Because yeah. of the Seriously. shirt? Therein lies the problem, the Jimmy man. Brennan. Come modern on. Man. JC Open is wearing a head bow tie thingy. JC is the most progressive of the bunch. Why? Because he's got that shit in his head so he can wash no. his face? Because he's baby J. <laughs> Hey, Carrie, um, do you remember Nigel Nigelson? Had you, yes, I do. You do. Let me ask you this. Unforgettable. Did you find him offensive? I, it's really hard to offend me, Charms. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to go hard now. <laughs> right, because I think this for 2024, JC, uh, no. if you could have a little chat with, with, no. <laughs> no, yes, with, with Nigel. I think we've got to bring Nigel back, don't you think, JC? He's, he's lurking. <laughs> him, and, him, and, him and Mike need to have a Mr. Tyson need to have a little sit down and discuss yes. footy. The funny thing about Nigel Nigelson, Danny DiCchio loved him, no, and Craig him. Forrest hated him. It gave it made Craig cringeworthy and gave Danny a boner. So it was. <laughs> Craig hated him. He just goes, "It's freaking me out." He's too good at it. He said, "JC was too good at it." <laughs> Nigel was often Craig was a target of, of Nigel's oh, homoeroticism. Oh. Yeah, right. Uh, Dickie, oh, by the way, I did text him. He didn't get back to me <laughs> to come to the show. I emailed him the the link. Oh, did you? So you might never know. Up. Snub at us. Too busy and you know getting set for preseason in Detroit. Yeah. Jesus Christ, what a prick. But yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll get to at some point. Um, other JC, other guests that we've had. We got Mike, you got Nigel. Who, who was your personal favorite? 
that we've had on yeah well i i have one absolutely and that's neil razor ruddick mm. which was the most off the rails like just chaotic mess of all time it was it was the best show i've i don't know it was it was ridiculous i i didn't think it could possibly get crazier and then it did <laughs> some of what we couldn't fun. even put on yeah that's the first time ever and only time isn't it we cut stuff out yeah. Well, Razor introduced us to his wife's breasts. Yeah, it was the first yeah. time we had <laughs> full frontal nudity the, on the show. Six minutes of the show on, yeah. uh, on the Zoom or sorry, yeah. on the record. And then she Come came on, on and then he told us to look at her tits. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, it was love the most awkward thing in the world. <laughs> what we're going to do actually, once the site launches uh, very soon, we're going to essentially re-release some of the uh, vintage pods um which you can re-listen to including we'll do razor um a because it's great content b because we can now put commercials into it and make more money so <laughs> the more listens we get the better right wonga as we yes, evolve exactly and even more than that what we'll be doing because we speak of contemporaneous things we'll be cutting the all the re references to the matches that were out and it will just be the uh, green stories, the green context, all that kind of stuff. So, what is contemporary? What, what do you say? Contemporaneous. It means happening at the word. same time. Yeah. Contemporary. No. Contemporaneous. Yeah. Oh. Carrie will know. That's not a word. Holy shit! Totally. Fucking just, read a I dictionary. Just heard anus. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Five dollar word, but it's a word. <laughs> oh, don't you, anyway. Carrie? Do you have a favorite? Carrie? You're supposed to back me up a little more than that. Sorry, it's absolutely a word. And Wonger, you look great today. Thank have you been working out? <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> you know, you know, you know Touch how to get line. to me. And just so you guys also know, Carrie, when she was creating her her beginning of her swag empire, Wonger, do you have the do you have the latest the latest logo? So it's all Carrie just going, oh, Vistaprint. What do you think? I go, do whatever you want. Here's the logo. So, Carrie, you've been amazing. Uh, you're an amazing friend, amazing team member, um, and we're super excited to be working with you, um, especially because Footy Prime Supporters Club has a space to run within the website. So we're going to be giving the keys to some of these people from the, the, the Footy Prime Supporters Club. Like it or not, we're not sure, but we'll see what happens. God help you. Yeah. <laughs> Carrie no, Google's the, how to do a website. Yeah. <laughs> now the site should launch though. Uh, we're hoping within the well, February the thirteenth. Well, is that? Yeah, it? we're waiting. Man, maybe next week. Maybe if next week. Yeah. Goes well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and it's, like I said, it's gonna be home for all our content. Be some bonus content on there as well. There'll be a, a blog that'll be regularly updated by at least three of us. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're gonna join join and push the other guys as well to, to contribute there as well and i'm sure they will so uh, that's that's very exciting but yeah carrie thank you so much you're brilliant um we're better off for you and you guys do do actually hold us accountable and often when i'm putting down you know run downs together uh, i'm thinking of you guys as well because you will call us out if we miss out on certain things especially chelsea games <laughs> Well, it's just two Ooh. of us on that, but yeah. yeah, no, it's a great group. And I know I'm the voice on the pod today, but uh, certainly none of it's alone. So huge thank you to the entire crew um, that supports the supporters club. You should get a supporters club for the supporters club. Right? Yeah. Somebody should get on that. Yeah, hey, absolutely. Chris, make that. Chris Rourke, get on it. It should be Whatever someone from our team and it'll never happen. No, <laughs> no thank you so much. Um, but yeah, yeah, you look back in the last number of shows, you know, 500 shows, we had some great interviews with uh, Vitti Montagliani, John Herbman, Trevor Sinclair stands out to me. That was a great interview way back when. Um, Mark Noonan's been very candid. David Clanahan, when uh, the CPL was first born, Tommy Wilden Jr., Bobby Smyrniotis. We, we really, it's funny, when we first started out, it was very Premier League heavy, like English Premier League heavy. And it's still, you know, in many ways our go-to league. But I think as it's evolved, we've hit far more of the Canadian angle and that's grown into itself. And that's become really the essence of the, of the show. And that's why we have these Hall of Famers on here, partly, because they can contribute insight that other people just can't contribute. I mean, Craig, imagine having Canadians talking about Soccer issues that pertain to Canadian soccer, eh? Imagine. There's <laughs> your chance, Craig. <laughs> no, I'm not going to have a go. No? Okay. No. Okay. I'm just so excited that yesterday after that big announcement day, it was just uh, it was quite amazing, actually. 
Quite amazing. And we've obviously held the Women's World Cup. We've held some amazing events here. Going back to 2002, the under-19 Women's World Cup really put us on the stage. That was a surprise. I remember Seth Blatter being in the stadium in Edmonton, just blown away by the support of that actual tournament. That was the inaugural one. Inaugural tournament that, that had turned into the U20 Women's World Cup mm. after that. But yeah, Well, he was scalping cool. tickets at the game, so that's why he was there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say yeah, our, I was, current, our current president um, has way better fashion sense than than Sepp Ladder, right, Dubs? I Thank mean, God! Wow, mm. that was something, wasn't it? That's, that gave it us was. some cr- content. Can I read? Can I read Amy's? Amy, do you have yours out, or do you want me to read yours? <laughs> no, do you have yours out, Wonger? What do you think? Do actually, Wonger, don't stand up. <laughs> no, sit back down. <laughs> Go ahead, Wonger. Amy, ring closer. There's a there's a, a picture of a photo of uh, Infantino, which means childlike in Italian. Just so you mm-hmm. know, I looked it up, um, and he says, "Today I feel business casual." Mm-hmm. My favorite response to "Today I feel business casual." was our friend Noel Carbone, who wrote, the outfit suggests that today he also felt like a giant lesbian. <laughs> <laughs> and then did you see what I responded? I do. You yes. can't feel that way, Noel. It's not one of the eight pre-approved FIFA messages. So, <laughs> very, you know what? When people give us something to banter about, we will do it right till the end. It's fantastic. What do you make of the whole uh, production there, Craig? Let's go ahead. I just wonder that, you know, when he stood in front of the mirror <laughs> before the big announcement day and he's looking at himself and he thought, yeah, this is the fucking one. This yeah. is the, <laughs> this is the yeah. He could have turned the fucking lights on though, couldn't he? Yeah. Before well, he got dressed? Oh. He needed Beckham's closet, I think. I thought Victor looked way more slick. Way better. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Amy's face. What I look for? And hide her face. Yeah. Because Victor like said that the country was going to be literally on fire. <laughs> it's like, well, not really. <laughs> well, you never know. It might be. Let's hope not. Maybe there's plans. FIFA's got well, big plans. Fan fest plans. The <laughs> fire. <laughs> pyrotechnics. It is yeah. exciting as hell, though, isn't it, Jimmy? 13 games. Are you surprised? I mean, we, we'd heard rumblings that Canadian fans would be pretty satisfied. And we were also told that the maximum number of games that Canada requested was 13. Yeah. And Canada could not do any more than that. Yeah. So I think as a Canadian fan, and the same number as Mexico too, uh, it was incredible. And we should all be extremely happy with, with yeah, those Yeah, it's matches. exciting times ahead. I wasn't surprised, Charms, because we got told two days before that. So, <laughs> so God, we've been sitting on that, haven't we? Hey? <laughs> we respect the authorities that be that we can't, you know, break their, their code of silence. Yeah, unlike some but, people. Look, it, it is exciting times. Um for football fans, even for people that, that aren't big football fans, because the World Cup does bring everybody together collectively. Um, and I, I think Canada's going to be uh, in for a real surprise during this World Cup. I think it's going to be absolutely electric across the country. I don't think people realize how big it is. I don't think they understand. No. It's a big, it'll be the biggest event that this country's ever seen. Yeah. Well, didn't like, didn't Victor say was it was it the final or the last World Cup or something? Two thirds of the world actually watched it. Yeah. So two thirds. Incredible. What's the, other, what's the other third doing for Christ's sakes? <laughs> well, they, I don't think they have cable or satellite. So. Oh, developing. <laughs> they had my internet. <laughs> no wonder they weren't jerking off. Yeah. It was oh, that was cross country skiing. Oh, was oh, it? <laughs> but I mean, it will be across Canada, right? Yeah, two cities have have the matches. We know that, but it will be a cross Canada uh, celebration. You would hope. FIFA, Craig, for all all you know their imperfections, they know how to put on a show, and they know they'll descend upon these three countries like a like an alien spaceship. <laughs> For that month, and and take care of business, and then and zip off back into space where Gianni Infantino lives. But it'll be an incredible occasion. Where he lives yeah. in tones of beige. <laughs> I think it, I, I think it's beige amazing world. what the three countries are doing. You know, they're uh, all doing this together. Um, it's been quite a collaboration, and a lot of that goes down to Victor Montaliani and and Concacaf and how they. They basically put that whole bid together, guaranteeing that they would actually win it, as opposed to just the U.S. going alone, which it sounded, though, originally that's what they wanted to do. 
of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hopefully they'll be announcing women... where the 2027 Women's World Cup Oh, geez. Be. There it is. And you're right. It should be announced. But why piss on our parade right now? I, I think the, the other, the other <laughs> good thing, too, about this World Cup coming is that the infrastructure is in place where you look at other World Cups where they built these monstrosity stadiums, huge stadiums, and they just go to waste. So mm-hmm. I think that's why I always prefer them. And I think I said it before a while back. Like World Cups in North America are perfect because they don't have to change too much. They don't have to develop too much because everything is here. Well, Vancouver gets the extra game, and rightly so, I think, given they've got a bigger stadium. Simple as that. They get the round of 16 knockout match, which is just incredible. Um, but I'm really excited to see BMO at 45,000. I love BMO. People criticize BMO, you know, but I don't need frills in a stadium, right? I like it a real football stadium and yeah mm. it's not perfect but i think forty-five thousand at bmo could be rocking it's gonna be a ton oh, yeah. of fun that first match on is it the 12th right june 12th 2026 i think is the first match Candle mm-hmm. yeah. play one in toronto two in vancouver you can just mm-hmm. imagine right the feeling in the in the build-up to that opening match it's gonna be something that we've never seen before craig no, it's, it's, it's amazing. And a lot of people are talking about the, you know, flipping over to the West Coast. It's not ideal, but it is six days later. The 18th is the next game. So I don't think that time change should be too much of a factor for the team, to be honest. No. With if you. they win the group, too, they'll stay in Vancouver. Yeah. Uh, up until the 16th. Yeah. Right. And the U.S. are playing all their group stage games on the West Coast, aren't they? So yeah. Now, the, the, draw, the draw isn't until uh, January 2020. Five, six, no, five, six, right? I think it's, yeah, 2026. It'll be mm-hmm. January. So uh, obviously we can we can overthink this. We have no idea what kind of draw Canada will be. And they should be a seeded team though as a host, I would think, if that hasn't been announced already. So I say a weaker group, listen, there's expanded World Cup 48 teams. Fingers crossed they get an easy group, but let's be honest, there won't be an easy group for Canada. Um, I, I did love seeing Moro BL up there though. Getting some exposure. He he sounded really good, by the way. He was slick. Yeah. Um, what are the odds that Morrow is still manager by the World Cup? If he is, that's a really good sign that they qualify for Copa and did well at Copa, right, Jimmy? Yeah. Look, I mean, I think we we all know Morrow. Uh, great guy. He's a good coach. Loves the game. He's represented this country. Um, and I mean, look, the, the ball's in his court right now. He's He's got to go out there and perform and, and show that he's a, a worthy candidate to take this position. And if I'm if I'm him, I'd want to be in that World Cup at home, hosting, being the head coach, uh, head coach of Canada. So these this next game is so important, uh, especially for his chance to get it and for his career in Canadian football. There's a there's an incredible amount of pressure on him, but it's the oh, type yeah. of pressure that you you really invite and you want because it's an opportunity that most people never get a chance to do. And he's got a chance to hold on to that position. And yeah. I hope he does a really good job and I hope he does hold on to it. Yeah. I mean, it's up to him. Um, it's there. He's got a grasp of it right now, and it's for him to lose. Do you think that's a done deal though? If he if he gets the team over the line, they win that game against Trinidad. Do you think that it's his position to lose at that point? Do they think they they give him the head coaching job and take away the interim tag? Well, we'll have to see. I, I'm not sure. I, I think that the anything in football doesn't surprise me anymore. So there'll be a lot of people. We've heard of some big names that have come along that are interested in this national team position. So it's uh, it's it's going to be difficult for him. But he's yeah. going to big names play yeah. well. Yeah, and that, that's the think- problem too with football. I mean, like you, you could he could get the job, and then all of a sudden go into Copa America, and you're thinking, okay, here you know, he's the guy. He's going to lead us. He's going to get us to the World Cup. If they go to Copa America, shit the bed, he could be out the door. Mm-hmm. And there's no security in football, so you get this opportunity, and like we say, you're hired to get fired. So you hold on for as long as you can. <laughs> and the end goal is to get to the World Cup. And if you can't get there, but at least he's he's had a crack at it. And that's why it's so important when you're a manager that you bring in the right people around you, that you trust, you su- that will support you and and go through the high high times and low times. So it's uh, it's a difficult pos- uh, position, but, you know, it is it is up to him to, to hold on to. And we're also in a position where we have we have a squad of players. OK, they have it. You know, there's been some results that haven't been great recently, but we have a squad of players that really could rock some 
boats and sort of eyeballs toward them. Like I, this is a really good squad of players that are capable of doing something really special in 26. Yeah. And if we can keep getting these players, getting them to bigger clubs, like Dejan now going to Inter Milan, like the more we get these players playing at the high, highest level in big leagues, big clubs, it gives you more of a chance as well to be successful. Of course, big concern right now is uh, Alfonso Davies. He's been shut down for three weeks through injury. And with that game on the horizon, hopefully he comes back refreshed 100%. But that's obviously of of grave concern right now. Do you think, though, from a coaching standpoint, Dubs, let's be honest, you're right, Jimmy, there's a good group of players, but what can they do at a World Cup? Do you think it's more important to get the right coaching or a bit of a salesman, someone that can be a bit of a face of Canada building up to the World Cup and through the World Cup? No, I think it's, I think the sales aspect will take care of itself with Canada being one of the co-hosts for that World Cup. I think it would help to have a big name, maybe to bring those peripheral people in, longer disagrees. But I think you focus on, on what's going on with the team and the relationship of Moro to those players and, and the, the core of that team and to making sure that that's healthy so that these players can build and really have 26 on the horizon and you're hitting these key benchmarks, you're qualifying for Copa, you're having some success there versus bringing in a big name for some flash and maybe t- thinking more about, about the fans and the eyeballs. I think you really have to focus on what's going on in that dressing room and the relationships that are going to be building now with 2026 as your end goal. Wonga, why are you shaking your head? Uh, I just think it's always better to have someone who is comfortable in front of the microphone, who can not only talk about what's going on in the dressing room, but relate that to the people who want to watch. This has to be treated like a one in a million opportunity. And I, I can't, I can't think of someone who doesn't feel comfortable doing those things, being this, making this event as, as good. You're always looking at missed opportunities. And I feel like Canada is the champion of missed opportunities, especially in football. And that's why you need someone who's not only, and I know Dubs didn't say, oh, we can't have someone who doesn't do sales. I think sales slash marketing, it's all mixed in. Herdman was really good at it. Um, he, I think he lost his way a little bit at the end there, but he was really good at it. And I think it has to be someone who's very, very comfortable selling Toronto, Vancouver, Canada as a destination be t- to make these games not only stand out, but be unique amongst the three countries. Well, I think if commercial viability is your primary motivation for a coaching hire, I think that has, you know, that's, it's going to go all wrong and go sideways on you pretty quick. I get what I you're saying. You have to agree. You have to treat, you have to not pretend it doesn't exist, but you really need to be focused on the internal messaging and those relationships with the players. Can you do both? I'm just wondering. Something. Yeah, I'm sure that you can, no, but I think like, your though. main focus has to be on who that coach is, what their philosophy is, what they envision for 26, but what they're going to be doing right now in short-term goals and mm. success, qualifying yeah. for Copa and success. You guys always Copa. talk about how players have to be professional. Coach doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> no, that, I think that Dubs, Dubs, is, Dubs is bang on. You, you need a coach that's going to come in, get the team playing in the right way, because at the end of the, at the, end of the day, what you're trying to sell is the product. And if the product shit, you're, you're not selling. You could be the best salesman in the world. You're not selling it. But if you can get the on-field tactics right and the team is playing good football, they're organized, they're together, they're winning games, now you go. You can sell whatever you like. I think the fan fest is the most important thing. <laughs> <laughs> fan fest. We know, Craig, I mean, who can sell, the, who can sell is the players, right? They've got to realize and, and do this the right way as well and understand that. Canada's bigger than they are. And, and I do wonder in some cases whether that is the case. I think uh, some players are putting their own personal deals way ahead of the Canadian deals. Because there's some big names there. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the type of thing that we've never really dealt with before is this like massive star power that these players expect a certain level of professionalism. And I think that 
that's what John Herdman battled with and looked for private money to try to help out that to make sure that he had a staff of, that could uh, deal with it and a professional group of people that could really uh, have a go at a World Cup or qualifying at a, at a way that we've never seen before. But it is different when you're dealing with star players and, and managers have to deal with that as well. But at the end of the day, when you have an opportunity like 26, and remember, home countries have done some pretty amazing things at the World Cup. You go back to 2002, and when you look at South Korea, you know, being at home, you have an opportunity to do something really, really special. And with a good, decent draw, which I think Canada will get, um, big World Cup, but it's they have an opportunity, in my mind, to get to a couple knockout games. Exciting times for sure. Um, before we go, I don't want to mention the big news this weekend too for Canadian side of things is that Julian de Guzman announced as Red Bull New York's sporting director. Big step up for Julian. Uh, Jimmy, you were obviously a teammate of his and, and know him very, very well. Uh, a Canadian getting an opportunity at a big club alone makes this a, a positive story. Does it not? Yeah, it does. Look, I, I, I love Julian. I've always got along with him. I loved him as a footballer, as an individual off the pitch. Um, and it is great to see Canadians get these opportunities. I mean, far too often we always say Canadians don't get these chances. And it's um, it's great that he's in that position now at a big club, big club in Major League Soccer. So I hope it all goes well for him. It's a lot of work. It's a hell of a job that he's got to put together. But good luck to him. There's a lot Canadians in MLS get chances in the United States. I mean, Pat Onstad has been a general manager. You look at what Frankie Allop's done. Mike Sweeney being part of a club, American club, USA. Mark um, Watson, obviously there for a Mark long time. Mark Watson, general manager in Minnesota, left there last year, but had done a very good job over the period of time. Yeah, and now Julian. So, yeah, it's it's a difficult job because MLS isn't – is a is a quagmire of rules and and uh hope he grasps that pretty quickly because it's a it's a difficult thing that we saw with Toronto FC early on and when Beznochenko came in here from head office and knew these rules inside and out did an amazing job because of all that and knowing head office and all these really incredible rules that are just unique to MLS you have to know that inside and out I hope yeah. he does in Montreal, the assistant sporting director, a guy named Vasily Kremenzidis, he's Olivier Renard's kind of right-hand man, and he's just got an encyclopedic mind when it comes to all of these MLS ins and outs and the rules and regulations. And so mm -hmm. Julian coming, I think he had some experience at the Fury before they kind of mm -hmm. shut things down, then at Simcoe, um, but as technical director, so not really as an executive. But So I, I wish him the best of luck because, as, as Jimmy said, and as you alluded to, Forrest, it's great to see Canadians get opportunities. Um, but you hope that he finds success. Remember when football people used to be, you know, men in sheepskin jackets smoking cigars? Remember those days, you know? Big personalities, bit cheeky, you know? Now, now the nerds. I prefer the old days. Nerds, no oh. shit, Charms. Nerds <laughs> yeah, get shit As you done. always remind us. I know, they do. <laughs> they have taken over the world. Too bad they haven't taken over this podcast. <laughs> or have they? <laughs> hashtag broadcast mm -hmm. um all right so listen we, listen so many great games in the weekend stories the prem we haven't got time today i think today was more of a celebration a look back um there are other podcasts that talk about those games and i'm sure we'll get to them <laughs> later this week say no talk about it chelsea <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. liverpool lost uh I everton and tottenham tied sorry yeah. draw Actually, Carrie, uh, Carrie, did you want to talk about the chant that was going around Stamford Bridge? Oh, that was so good. <laughs> You're fucking shit. We're, We're fucking, fucking shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, we own it. We suck. It's okay. It's unreal, isn't it? See, uh, Tiago Silva's uh, wife has been tweeting. Oh. In the uh, the embers of that game, she says it's time to change. If you want, if you wait any longer, it will be too late. Mm. What is she talking about? Does she marriage. want Posh out? No. <laughs> no. That's what it is. Is that her no way of getting Tiago? He's you leaving Tiago in Captains of the World. He's a lovely yeah. guy. He's yes. leaving the toothpaste, the, the toothpaste cap off and doesn't put the toilet paper roll on. She was talking about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, also, TFC, I know it doesn't mean much because it, it was uh, exhibition, but Insigne and Bernadeschi scored in their first exhibition against Nashville, I think it was, right? It means something. 
for sure. Does it, it does. mean anything, Jimmy? You're building it, right, Jimmy? No, it's preseason. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It means it's nothing. It means because they couldn't get rid of either one of them. What's that? Means they couldn't get rid of either one of them. Uh, <laughs> we've all been there before. You had an amazing preseason, beat teams, and then you get relegated. Preseason yeah. means fuck all. Yeah. Or you have a shit preseason, you end up like getting promoted. It, it, yeah. <laughs> the worst preseason ever. So one of us at the top of the table six months in. Yeah. Yeah. Preseason. Didn't didn't we have an argument with Dickie about that years ago? About preseason. I made some comment about preseason. And he couldn't disagree with it more. I forget what it was now. He gets so angry about it. I think he as does. a coach, he probably thinks it's important. I'm like, these guys. He was angry about everything. <laughs> that is true. You He's guys, about we, waking need up in the morning. we need to repost some of those Deech episodes because yeah. I don't really know him very well. And I don't, I don't think I've ever listened to an episode with him on it. Oh, no? Okay, hmm. for sure. We actually, yeah, he had some comments. Oh, he was better than Jimmy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll yeah. definitely go back and listen now. <laughs> you remember no, when you were trying to get into the back of that pickup truck when we were going to oh, do a oh, picture? Fuck. So funny. We've got a picture and of it somewhere, haven't we? His jeans were so tight and his hips were so seized up. <laughs> so locked. <laughs> Couldn't get in the back of the truck. <laughs> we, had to, we had to pull him up. Yeah. John, please. <laughs> what a disaster of a human being. What a great guy. What a great guy, though. And a coach and a successful, hopefully, fingers crossed, successful coach. I think he will be, actually. Boy knows his football, that's for sure. Tough job there. Um, Charms, go yeah, into the uh, the private chat. There's some Ooh. things you have, to, some homework you have to do before we log. Yeah, off. yeah, no, I'll get into this. Well, Kerry, by the way, do, uh, how was the supporters' clubs parlay? I'm assuming we lost. Oh, we lost. Yeah, yeah. The Villa Villa women uh, drew. So Cruella de Villa lost. Cruella de Villa lost. Yeah, our <laughs> our Villa exacto with a beer shot chaser yeah. went out in the first, uh, first <laughs> match. How about Luton Town getting that was an unbelievable game. Mm. Yeah. So yeah. many goals this weekend. Yes, man. I just so said many we've got time for this. Right? I just said that. They've already tuned into a different We got lots time. of time, Sharns. Where are you going? <laughs> <laughs> my my other job. I got nothing to do. <laughs> I got nothing to do. We got to you guys go. can hang on. You can, you can stay no, on. No, no. Let's finish it, it up. Come on. Um, hey, JC, big day. Big day for you. Tonight, it premieres the new show. Yes. Timber Titans premieres tonight at 10 o'clock Eastern and 7 o'clock Pacific on Discovery Channel in Canada or stream on the CTV app. And then for our American friends down in the South, on February 18th, it premieres on the Weather Channel at I'm not sure what time. But please tune in because I get nothing extra for that. Hey, what would Tyson say about the 500th show? What's that? What would Tyson say about the 500th? Well, let's find out. <laughs> Guys, I would Ted, this kind of takes me back to when I was fighting Buster Douglas, and it seemed like we were going for 500 minutes. It really, it turned only out to be a few rounds, but it was just a remarkable accomplishment for all of you to be at your 500th episode. Um, I like to listen while I'm in the bathtub with my tigers. <laughs> now, keep in mind, we had to move into a much smaller place, so it's a very tight quarters for me and my tigers, but we managed to fit in the tub just fine. Me and my 38 kids, my wife, <laughs> and then I, I like to perform. I like to do special plays, you know, kind of like a, a soccer match, but with, but we do, you know, but it's with boxing and tigers. I call it <laughs> tiger boxing in the bath. Well, congratulations, Footy Prime. Here's JC. Thanks, Mike. Whoa, That's what was that? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking can I, can of I... special guests, we have a special message from someone else uh, from the future. What? <sighs> Hey, Sharms, Dubs, Cracker, Jimmy B, Wonger, and JC. It's Thomas Hewitt. I hope you all can hear me fine. In your advanced stages, I suppose I should be louder. Uh, I'm here to send a fucking massive congratulations on 500 episodes. What you guys have done to grow the game in Canada deserves some sort of award. Maybe this accomplishment will even make the newspaper. I do hate to be the bearer of bad news, though. That is not the fastest way people get their news anymore. <laughs> <laughs> might not find out about this, but that's that's still not the point. Uh, and all kidding aside, I hope you all are proud of yourselves. You've all definitely earned a few rounds of golf and certainly drinks on the senior discount. 
I won't have to deal with for a very, very long time. Have a good one, everybody. Oh, Thomas Hewitt. Thomas. Yay, Yay Thomas. Thomas. He could literally be our grandchild. You know that, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What a guy. Yeah, good. You're good. Now, you know what, Thomas, like you mentioned from the future, he is he is the future of broadcasting in Canada. Um, there's a great talent base coming up through the ranks that are competing. Uh, well, it's not competing. They have taken our jobs, and they will continue to take our jobs because we are over the hill and past it. But this platform, we shall remain. But, yeah, Thomas, you're brilliant. Keep doing what you're doing, mate. And uh, we'll have you on the show again at some point very soon, uh, especially with the CPL season just around the corner as well. Uh, TonyBet.ca, thank you. You're a good friend, a great partner. Sprinkle and sprinkle all your hard-earned money at TonyBet.ca and, of course, FuboTV.com. <laughs> it's just a sprinkle. It's just, it's just a word dubs. I know. You don't need to gag every time <laughs> we, we say Dude, it. I can't, I can't help myself. <laughs> mm, titties. Undies. <laughs> Panties. Uh, Moist. God, she's a complicated person, isn't no, she? she is. it, I'm really not. Oh, don't say not. titties. <laughs> don't say panties. Not or hard. Sprinkle. Or sprinkle. Yeah. Sprinkle, yeah. not the same category. Sprinkle in the panties. Ufotv.com. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you subscribe and watch all your football and that great platform. Um, I have time. Hey, JC. Could I ask if Nigel's around very briefly? I suppose. To close it out? Yeah. Close it out, Nigel. I don't know. Hello! Footy <laughs> time! It's me, Nigel Nigelson. Fresh release from on parole after the incident with all the young men. <laughs> Wanting to wish you all a happy 500th episode. Although I am very upset that my boy Deech and his beautiful, shiny, bald head is nowhere to be found. But I will check my dungeon. I'm sure I have someone <laughs> who can take his place. Congratulations once more. <laughs> See you in 2024. And moist panties. <laughs> what about the sherry? The sherry. Oh, the Another sherry. Yeah. God, I miss him so much. <laughs> I'm actually crying right now. Oh my god. But We'd also Oh sorry. Nigel, go. sorry, Wonger. It wasn't only Forrest that hated him. Wasn't there people on in mm. socials oh, or yeah, on they hated that absolutely despised away. him? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they found him very offensive. Mm. And that's back in the days when we cared about offending people a little bit. <laughs> Not so much anymore. Um, all right, everyone. Thank you so much. Thank you to our, our loyal listeners. Carrie Ryan, you are the greatest. Thank you so much. Uh, this has been Pretty Prime. We might be back for episode 501. This episode of Footy Prime has been brought to you by Fubo TV and by Tony Beck. Make sure to subscribe to Footy Prime wherever you get your podcasts and follow us on Twitter at Footy underscore Prime and on Instagram at Footy Prime IG. <laughs> Nicely done. <Yay>. Jerry! <laughs> Honestly, I am crying right now. Uh, Wonder, you never said what I interrupted you and you never finished your thought. Oh, I was just going to thank everyone. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.